0: what's good everybody this is silas from silasbeats.info here with episode 142 of the leverage podcast the podcast that helps you get ahead today i'm a bit pissed i cannot find my headphones uh, my earphones for the life of me i just cannot find them so i've been so reluctant to do any um podcasting or anything like that just because of the sake of sound quality so um i'm just gonna search my space while i talk to you guys um when i find it Hopefully, I'll put them in and we can continue. So what I wanted to talk today um, was about um, change and being accepting of change and not necessarily change around you, but being, being that change, right? So I'm not going to be all philosophical and stuff. I literally am going to talk about how you should change the way that you're doing things um, in terms of your, your, music, your music push, your music hustle. Um, basically, what I want you to do is, ah, I just found them. Just found my earphones, so I'm just gonna hook things up real quick we can continue there we go good there we go. cool so what I wanted to talk about today was basically change just change in general so um, I was thinking about how how I want to pro- uh, how want to like project myself well what I wanna basically my trajectory I wanna know that come the end of this year my my brand has more than doubled that's my goal I wanna make sure that at the end of this year my brand has more than doubled in size in terms of the audience that I have the people that are actually listening when I post music when I am giving out advice when I'm talking to people there's a certain number I've got a target and I basically want to reach that target before the year ends and I've realized that to get to the number where I, the, the number that I've got now, I've had to do some things that are very, very different to the normal way of thinking, right? Um, just going back and just analyzing some of the stuff I had to do. Um, the first thing was the blog, obviously. I saw a gap. The gap was that people needed information. People were doing things incorrectly, and I was seeing. it, it was very, very simple for me to see, but it wasn't simple for other people to see. So I decided, you know what? Instead of looking at these people and making fun of them, let me create a platform where I can assist. So what I did is I started doing research every day. I just read articles. I was part of forums. I watched videos. Just picking up as much information on how to push your work as possible. Um, I got to a stage where I had enough information and the blog was growing quite nicely that more and more people were, ref- were, they were referring their artist friends there. And every time I had a question sent to me and it was a repeat I would physically, I'd sit there and I'd go and find that answer on my phone. And then I would, um, and I basically, I just used my own search, my own search um, engine in, on my website. I just typed whatever they want in. I got those articles, copied uh, the links, and then I pasted them to those artists that were asking those questions. Then what happened is they started going there by themselves and they started waiting for new articles to come out. So in that way, it kind of just, it it grew itself, Right. It got to a stage where it wasn't growing as fast anymore, but it was still growing. So I decided I'd continue to write, but not as frequently as I was writing previously. That was the thing that I had to do slightly differently. Uh, Another thing that I decided to do differently was to use um, Twitter in a little bit of a different way in terms of trying to get a hold of people on Twitter, but then move them along to WhatsApp. That's another thing that I had to do slightly differently. Um, everyone was on WhatsApp, sending messages, trying to sell their beats. They're trying to get all their business done on WhatsApp. When I realized that I spend a whole lot more time on, um, sorry, people were trying to do all of their dealings on Twitter. And then only if they really needed to, they'd move to email or WhatsApp. What I decided to do was to do that a little bit differently in that when the connection is made, the instant I know who they are, they know who I am, I move them to WhatsApp. Preferably, if they didn't have WhatsApp, I try and get them on email. Um, and then we'd continue our business there. What that did is it gave them a familiarity for me. Because when they'd open WhatsApp, which they probably did a lot more often than they did Twitter, they'd see my name and then they'd get to me first. Right? I did that for maybe a year, a year straight. Every single day, I'd get at least 10 people that I spoke to. If you look at those numbers there already, that means at the end of each year, there were, there were droves and droves and droves of people that I spoke to, I had spoken to. Even if they hadn't bought anything from me, because also people look at it as a case of if someone's not buying anything from me, then it's a fail. Um, this is for producers now, or if uh, as an artist, if no one listens to, if that person doesn't listen to my music, it's a fail. It isn't a fail. They just basically they are a they're a contact that hasn't um, they haven't opened their wallet to you or they haven't opened their ears to. You. It's it's one of those things, and you're gonna have a lot of those people that need that convincing, literally more than once. Um, they'll need to see you on Facebook, they'll need to see you on Twitter, they'll need to see you on Instagram, and they'll need to bump into another video for them to say, you know what, let me actually just give this guy a chance, this girl a chance, and um, listen to their music. And then that's where the connection begins. And if your music is good enough, they will come and find, they'll come and do the exact same thing with you again at a later stage. So, in terms of being an artist, I know people tell me that it's very difficult, and I haven't t- taken a lot of time to figure out ways that an artist can um, make themselves do things differently. But I do believe that just moving away from doing things differently, I see too many people doing things the same. The path for everybody is the same. And people, we all have a trajectory for ourselves. I know where I want to see myself in a year, and I kind of have an idea of how I'm going to get there. I'm not 100% sure, otherwise I'd be certain of success at the end of the year. But with the path that I'm taking now and the things that I want to do now, I see that in a particular period of time, things will slowly start to build, but I'm not 100% sure of that. What, other, what artists do, and I do this sometimes as well, is I see a conventional process and I see how one person is doing it and I want to push the same. So I see another, another music producer doing certain things in a particular way and I'm like, hey, I want to do that same thing as well. I might get the same success as them. So I start pushing, 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 and then sometimes, well, more often than not, because I'm trying to do it like them, because they're the originator of the idea, um, I'm not able to. Um, I'm not able to do what they did. Uh, just as a quick example, there was a guy who was putting out WhatsApp. He was putting out um, YouTube videos. So I decided, hey, let me just put out YouTube videos of my beats, and it should work. Turns out the guy actually he was pushing people to YouTube via Twitter, and his Twitter was ginormous. He had like. 48,000 on people that were interacting with his stuff. I didn't see that. But because I wasn't the one who came up with the idea, I wasn't able to implement it fully. This happens to us a lot. So what we do is we see someone, they're like, ah, they're they're posting their songs on Datafile Host, or they're posting their songs on AudioMac, and they're doing really well. Let me do the same thing, and I'll do really well. But that might not be the case, because over and above that, they might be posting it on their personal website that you know nothing about, or they're closed facebook group of 300 people that you know nothing about and then what happens is those people end up pushing to that audio max so basically something there's a hustle in the background that you're not seeing but because of what you're seeing in the foreground you try and do that and when you fail you wonder why you're like my music is fine i don't know what the problem is but the actual reason is that you don't know their full hustle right so what you need to do is you need to come up with your own thing Whether you're going to be um, uh, an independent, whether you're going to be the person who is, um, you're affiliated to a label, but you've got this management, this particular way, this particular style of, um, uh, you know, you've got a manager, you've got a publicist, whatever the case is. If you're literally going to be an independent, you're going to be doing things by yourself. If you have management, you'll get a little bit more direction, but for the most part, I'd enjoy doing it by myself because I know at the end of the day, um, it's going to be extremely unique. Whatever you do is going to be extremely unique. You're going to have to dig really deep and get really creative. Take a little bit of that creativity. As an artist, you should have an abundance of creativity because you're very hungry to make music. And you should push a little bit of that creativity to how you're getting your music out there. Because if you don't, you'll have, you have great music, but no one will hear it. Right. so um, try and think of small things that you can do. Um, one idea that, I, that um, I still haven't managed to implement is a USB. Try moving around with really small USBs. And I know there's companies out there um, that can do this for you. And it might take a little bit of saving from you. You might literally be forking out 4,000 Rand. But it's going to be once off. And you'll see, they'll, they'll send through a truckload. They'll send you a box full of USBs because they're not difficult to make. And you can either ask them to put the files on there for you or you'll put the files onto each one, you literally just sit there and you will copy paste every single thing onto those USBs and try and make sure these USBs are custom made USBs. Make them look a little bit different. Then what you can do is you can start pushing. Now you're not pushing with, um, you're not pushing a, uh, just a track, You're pushing an, you're pushing a USB and everybody needs a USB, even if it's a small one, even if it literally is two gigs or one gig. You give them that there, it looks professional. If it's got your name on it, you look professional. You hand it over when you're at an event and you see three promoters there. Don't bother trying to sweet talk them for too long. Nobody's going to want that. They, they'll have people on their case. Just walk up to them. You do what you need to do. You introduce yourself. You say, wh- you say who you are and hand them that almost as a business card. It's, a, it's better because with a business card, business cards disappear. No one wants to see a business card nowadays. It it might look, the action of handing over a business card looks professional in the music world, but it's probably gonna get tossed away anyway. I'm just thinking about all the conferences I went to of business cards that were passed to me and me taking business cards from other people. More often than not, I get home and I look at them very quickly. And this is just because it's me. I look at them very quickly and I'll be like, I need that one, that one, that one. The The rest, I'm gonna lose. It's just gonna happen. They won't matter to me, so I'm gonna lose them. So having this USB, you know, that someone's going to have this USB and they might listen. They could easily pop it in their car on the way home. I would do that. If you, if you handed me a USB now, or you sent it to me, or you, you passed me in the street and you're like, here's a USB, and here's my music on it. I'll hop into my car and I'll play it. If I have a laptop near me, I'll pop it in there and I'll play it. Because it's just, you know, it's, it's different. You know, I'll look at it and be like, oh, this is fresh. Let's see what, let's see how fresh this person really is. Kind of, kind of story. Um... What was I gonna say uh, about the USB? Yeah, man, it just it 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 just shows that you are you are thinking outside the box. You're unique, and even if a douchebag takes your USB, deletes your music off it, your name is still on the USB. Your, your branding is still there. There'd have to be a massive douche to go and get scissors and like scratch your name off the USB and then continue to use it. That wouldn't happen. So in that way, you're branding, you're branding yourself. Just think about um, how many cars you've seen. Um, and I've noticed this because I have it on the back of my car now. Car Service City. Those guys are gorillas. When it comes to marketing, those guys are gorillas. If you look at the back of most cars, they've got that sticker there. And for the most part, we don't care to take it off. It's so small. That one that says Car Service City on it. I've never thought about taking it off. I don't care to take it off. It's just a little sticker there that says Car Service City. It's readable from a distance. Those very same people are everywhere. You know them. They're those people that wear orange and black and they're walking at every single street corner. They're there and they're handing out those pamphlets. Even if they're not handing out pamphlets, you still remember because they've got this massive thing saying Car Service City on them. So you might not necessarily take the pamphlet, but if I say car service city, you know exactly who I'm talking about. That's the kind of marketing that you need to do. You need to be so subliminal and you need to be so, so smart and creative in the way that you're doing things that you're just getting in front of people. Even when you don't really care to or even if you really, you basically need to set up your marketing platform in, in such a way that you're marketing even when you're not marketing. I'm, at the moment, I've got a couple of sessions today and I'm, I'm wearing my, my SB top. I want to be warm. I'm not necessarily trying to market, but I do know that whoever it is that's going to come in today might take a picture. And me, I might not be necessarily be thinking about where they're going to be placing that picture, but I know that they're going to see my face, and they're going to see the logo on my chest, and that picture might move to the next person, or it might move to their social media profile. I might never meet these people again. But at least I know that when they post that picture, it's not just going to say, in studio having a dope time in studio. They could tag me, but at the same time, I know when they see that logo, that logo is stuck in their minds. They're gonna, they're gonna come across that logo again. They might pass by one of my sponsored posts on Facebook, or they might pass by a blog article that I've written for myself, or as a featured post on someone else's thing. They might see my logo at the back of someone's CD. They might see it on another picture on social media, but I know that they're gonna come into contact with me again, and in that way, I know That um, that that is you know that's it's subliminal and they're gonna see it a few times and then eventually they're just gonna be like well um, I wanna see what this person's about. So what I was saying is if you approach me with this USB drive, I'll probably take it and I'll play it and I'll have a and I'll have a listen. I'm probably gonna be more inclined because you've done something different. You literally you haven't just dumped a a a thing um, a link on my wall. You haven't told me to Google who you are. You haven't um, told me to, you know, you haven't haven't given me stupid information, you haven't given me a stupid call to action. Your call to action is literally, take this USB, and when you get a moment, pop it in somewhere and play it. And you know for a fact that once that USB is in my position, someone else is going to see it. And let that USB move around. Let someone steal it from me. And then let someone steal it from that other person. You want that USB to move around, because that's your calling card. It's got your number on it, it's got your name on it, even if... Um, the person who steals it from me doesn't put my doesn't um, keep the music on. They'll delete the music. It doesn't matter. Your stuff is still on there, All right? So that's just as a small example of something that you can implement. And I'm actually thinking about how I can implement it myself. Um, just getting a truckload of them and just moving them, giving one literally to everybody that comes to the studio. I'll just hand them a USB and I say, "Here, use it." I might not even have my music on it. Who knows? Um, but just handing it to them and saying, here you go. Here's your complimentary USB for being here. You know, It makes a difference because that, that thing is going to move. I'm telling you, USBs move. Um, so yeah, that's one example. Don't go conventional. I know people still want to do um, flyer runs. And by all means, like sometimes a flyer run... Um, going to the the street corner, just handing out flyers. Sometimes it is it is unique because people aren't doing it that much in the music industry. But try not to go down the road of doing normal stuff. Don't do normal things. Do things that you know are going to be um, they're gonna they're gonna be unique. People are gonna look at you and say, "Oh snap, this person's doing this." You know, I'd never seen like I'm just thinking about the flyer run that Casper uh, did for Philip. Philip was it Philip? Philip. The, wasn't the dome? I think it was a stadium. Yes, yes. When he was doing that second campaign, he was up and down Greyston Drive that morning. I was on Grayston Drive, but I think he may have pitched up a bit later. But he was there, and there were literally people taking pictures with the guy, uh, taking videos. It wasn't so much for the sake that he was handing out the flyers. Forget that hustle. The hustle was not in the handing out of the flyers. The hustle was in the the media stunt of being there to hand out the flyers. People were taking pictures, people were taking videos. Um, I think he had someone as well, they're taking videos of him handing this out. So that act in itself, posting it to social media, helped him a lot. It's the same way, I'm just thinking now with my my radio interviews. The first thing I asked every time I walked in for a radio interview was not how many people are listening here today to your show. My first question was, am I going to be able to get the audio? Because then I can do something that a lot of people don't do take the audio and upload it to my soundcloud so that other people can hear it even after their listenership has listened through the interview so at least in that way i'm able to still continually push that because not everybody's going to get to an interview this is how it is there have been many times where someone's like i'm going to be on this interview and i'm like okay cool i'll catch it then something happens life happens i get caught up in something all of a sudden it's the the interview happened two hours ago and I, i i have no way of listening to it even if i really wanted to so what I'd say is you go in and you ask for that. You ask for that audio. They send you the audio. Even if it's later, they email it to you once they've got their stuff sorted out. And then you're able to um, um, uh, post it again onto social media. That way, anybody can listen to that interview anytime. At least that way, you're in control of that situation. It's not a bad idea. hey? So, need to be different. Forget about trying to go a conventional route of I saw someone posting this thing there or I saw someone that said that, you know, the only way it's going to happen for me, the only way I'm going to pop off is if I go and get a media company and I pay them 15,000 rand. You can go and do that and that is a method. I'm not going to nix it and say, you know what, don't do that because sometimes it works, right? But sometimes what you find is that you get a much better reaction when you do something that no one else has done before. Use a a streaming platform that no one has used before. Use a piece of social media that allows you to do something to your posts that no one else is using in your circles. Because through doing that, you could start a trend. You could be the first person. Who knows? This piece of social media might pop off in the next year. And you've already been there. You've been there for a long time. So you understand how everything works. Um, As an example, um, and I think I'm going to, I'll do a, a follow-up to this podcast on WhatsApp and how WhatsApp has really been an important part of my hustle over the past few years. We have just done an update now and the update plays directly into my favor. Exactly what I've been doing. This update helps me so much. And I was thinking of how I was going to move my hustle over to Snapchat from WhatsApp, but now there's no need because everything I need is in WhatsApp. Everything that I need is there. So yeah, just... Just as a thing, you never know when it'll pay off. That's the thing. Doing things differently, you'll never know when things will pay off. Doing them conventionally, they might never pay off. You know, the 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 least that you could do. I mean, the worst case scenario is that it just doesn't work. You go into a new social platform or you go, you try something new. The worst thing that could happen is that it fails. And then you've learned something. Try this USB thing. The worst thing that'll happen is that Either you can't afford it and you just don't do it, at least you know the price and you know the, how to do it, or you try it and you start handing these things out and uh, a year down the line, there's no real comeback from that. There's no real feedback from you and your USB hustle, but at least you, you went through that process. You know what I mean? So just try and do stuff and try and do stuff differently. That's when people win for real. They win properly. Yeah. So if you need extra information or you want to hit me up for a particular reason, hit me up on business at silasbeats.info or head through to my website, www.silasbeats.info. You can send me a message there. My number is there. You can hit me up on WhatsApp. My number is there. Um, yeah, we can keep the conversation going. Just let me know what your thoughts are and I'll catch you in one, four, three. Peace.